Welcome into the first ever episode of Players Only. I'm Drew Steele. This is going to be a long journey, hopefully, for this show. Obviously, starting off just a semester thing for me. Obviously, I'm a sports director at KVSE, but I'm also a senior this year. So I graduate in May. So hopefully somebody at KVSE, they want, I guess, to do more of this going forward. Uh, the reason that this show is starting, obviously, it's an independent project for me. I guess that's the number one thing I say. Shout out Heidi Everett for overseeing the project. I know she's done a lot behind the scenes to make sure this thing's going. And hopefully we propel this big time going forward. But uh, it's also going to be on KVSC Sports, which is probably how you saw it. Either you saw it on KVSC or my Twitter page or Instagram or however we got it out to you. That's the main thing. But overall, the reason that this podcast is a thing is because at KVSC, we do a lot of coaches interviews. I know in the day, back in the days, we used to do a lot more player interviews, but I really just don't think that's the way that we've been going, especially with COVID. You know, it's so tough to interact with players on a day-to-day basis. You can't really go and interview people in person anymore. It's all a bunch of Zoom calls, which is all right. It's the way of the world now. It's tough to get a mic in front of somebody's face. So it's a lot of over Zoom. This podcast will be it'll be interviews of me interviewing players. And the main thing is it's going to be personality of players and it's going to be personality of me. I feel that there's more to a person or a player than what shows up on the stat sheet. And I feel like these first two interviews really show that with Laura Kluga of the women's hockey team and Anthony Roberts of the men's basketball team. Uh, Laura, I know a little bit off the ice. She's in our uh, friend group of mine, so uh, I really think that her personality hasn't gotten a real chance to show, and she even admitted it the other day when we weren't filming or recording or anything like that. She didn't feel that she was going to step out of her comfort zone with interviews. It was just going to be 10-second answers, and we really got out of that today. Interview was about 10 minutes long, and that's the other thing. It's going to be about seven to eight minutes is the goal, but if they go over, that means we had a good conversation, and both of those went over the goal today. For me, I thought the goal coming in was three seven-minute interviews each episode. Today we have two that are both over seven, almost eight on the Roberts, over ten on the Kluga. So that's really what we want to see in this episode. We want to see the personality of players. I also want an opportunity to get my personality out there. I think I have a lot more to offer than just play-by-play, not giving opinions, not making people laugh. I feel like that's one of the things I do well. I make people laugh. It's tough to get that personality out there when you're trying to tell a story of what's going on with the game. I try my best, but a joke doesn't hit here or there, and all of a sudden, you're back in nowhere. So, I want to get personality of players, personality of me, but overall, I just want this project to succeed, so I'm thankful that you're listening. I hope you stay tuned. We got a big interview with Laura Kluga, big interview with Anthony Roberts later in the show, as I mentioned. I'll, I guess it's time. Let's just uh, hit that intro. Roberts in transition, the Tomahawk Slam. Estrada ropes one into center field, back it goes, at the wall, it's off the top of the wall. Keating will easily score from second, Estrada digging for two, she will stand up at second. Estrada was a couple feet away from hitting her first home run for the Huskies in this tournament. Their own end is now, you need a new one into the offense zone. Toe drags on one player, bucks in the slot momentarily, and the Huskies score! This is Players Only. Welcome in. 
to the first ever edition of Players Only. I'm Drew Steele. Thanks for putting up with that little monologue of mine. It's just something I needed to get off my chest before we got going. We got a big show ahead. Interview with an alternate captain on the women's hockey team will be up first. A little bit later, we got an interview with the NSIC North Player of the Week. Again, as I mentioned, Laura's a friend off the ice. So she was definitely one of the people I thought of when first doing this podcast idea. I think that her personality really shows in the interview. Coming over from Germany, it's a different thought for sure to come over and play collegiate American hockey. We talk about her transition to that a little bit more. I guess we can just get right into it, though. Here's Laura Kluga. All right. We now welcome on senior forward for the St. Cloud State women's hockey team, Laura Kluga. And the first question before we even get going, can we get the correct pronunciation of your first name? Me, Sam, nobody can ever actually get it right. I always call you Lauga which I know that's not right. And I know that's what Sam calls you too. So I, I call you that just to pick on you a little bit. But how do you actually say Laga? Was well, that close? I, it, was, it was pretty close. I think you're the closest one of all of them. Okay. So it's actually how you say it. It's Laga. Laga. That, that was pretty good. It's like a you do it like a super hard R. Yeah. It's not that hard, but like, yeah, it's pretty just, good. Just, but I'm better than Sam. Can we get that on the record? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can, yeah. Okay. Definitely. I mean, I guess we can get into the interview now, Laga. That, that one was that one was worse. That was worse. That was worse. I'll, <laughs> that, that was I'll admit not that it. one. That was not it. I'll just call you Kluga or Laura. You, everybody else can stick to the other ones. But how does a Berlin native end up at St. Cloud State? That's actually a good question. Um. Well. I always wanted to play college hockey. So, um, and my coach, she's, she was from Canada, like on my previous team in Germany. So um, I reached out to her because I really didn't know how to do all that college stuff. Yeah. So um, I reached out to her and she knew Steve. They coached together in previous years. So she reached out to Steve and we started talking like me and Steve. And then we had world championships and he actually watched all the games. And after that, he just called me and said that he wanted me to come. And that was pretty much it. Oh, so say the college option doesn't appear. What would like, what would be other options for a hockey player in Germany? Would you just keep going through the German hockey route? Um, I actually, before I came here, I went to Sweden to play because they have a professional league. So yeah, I played there one year before I came here. Um, I guess I would have played there a little longer. Um, maybe do my did my bachelor master degree there too. Okay. But yeah, like Sweden or Germany would have been an option. Oh, uh, all right. Then once you come over to America, you absolutely tear it up your freshman season. Seven goals, twenty four points. How did it feel to come over and just? like kind of just dominate, especially like you look at the rest of the team point numbers that season, you're towards the top of the list and you've been towards the top of the list each season after. Um, I think, I, first of all, I really enjoyed my freshman year. I think that was pretty fun. 
Like, I think as a team, we did really well. But um, just, like, coming from Sweden, I played at a high level already, so I kind of knew what I was going into. So it wasn't completely new, like, going fast-paced. So, yeah, it definitely helped to play in Sweden before that. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, and now you're an alternate captain on the team. What did it mean to be chosen to wear a letter on your jersey? Is that peer chosen? Is that coach's decision like I don't even know how that's determined for the women's hockey program I know a lot of different teams do it differently I mean it's for sure an honor and um it not only comes from coaches but it also comes from from the team so it definitely means a lot to be chosen as a captain most definitely all right now most of the season you've been with Himmlerova and Newland on that first line what makes that line work so well together I think that's just the European playing style, I'd say. I, we just know we each other are, so it's like pretty easy to find them on the ice and know where they are. And, yeah, we play pretty similar. And you guys, like, obviously you're all from Europe, but you all speak different languages. Like, are there, like, similarities with that? Like, my brain can only comprehend English and a little bit of Spanish. <laughs> and, like, I couldn't understand what – say a hispanic baseball player would come in and say to me but can you like comprehend what they're saying at the same time i yeah i think it helps for sure that i'm not that fluent in english and they're not that fluent in english so we kind of know (laughs) what they say without even saying it yeah it it definitely helps okay like that makes some sense i mean like in my head like trying to bring like three partial languages with english and it's like you're trying to filter it all out. I guess if you guys are all going through the same sort of thing, it makes more right. sense. Well, yeah, I don't have problems to understand um, other language or like people with background from other languages. Yeah, like that's a great question. How many languages can you at least speak part of? Um, well, I'm fluent in German. I took a German class my freshman year too. So you my took German... a German class a freshman year here? Yeah. <laughs> You at least got an A, right? I did, luckily. (laughs) I was going to say, if you come in from Germany fluent in German and they give you like a C, like you just didn't try in that class, Lauga. (laughs) Well, to be honest, I didn't really have to do anything in this class because my professor said, don't show up. The other students would be afraid of you because your German is better than theirs. So I didn't really have to do anything for that A, but I... I don't mind it. So now we know what the hockey player classes are. <laughs> hey, don't show up. You'll be too good at this class, eh? Exactly. That's that's how it goes. Now, Laura, you had a penalty on Friday that gets taken to the monitors. I've had people tell me on both sides of what they thought could have been called, but they call you cross-checking right away. They take it to replay to decide if it's a major penalty. I don't want to get into the penalty. What I want to do is is the monitor at UMD in the penalty box like it is at St. Cloud? Yes. So yeah. is it just is it just wild sitting there knowing like the fate of your game is being decided three feet to your right by two people that like are judging what you just did? Well, the worst is they made me go out of the box. So I couldn't even sit in there. So I had to go out and stand next to the box and waiting for it. And then they played it on the big screen. So I was like, oh. That's not good. Do you think it should have just been the two minute or you think you got lucky? Um, 
Well, I I think I like just off how it looked, I got lucky. Okay. But I think like it was not intentionally because like yeah, she turned in the moment when I made contact with her. Oh yeah. So it was definitely not intentional, and um, I think, I mean, like I'm not a big girl, but like she fell pretty easily too. So. So you, did think, it make you feel strong at least? Do you feel like, oh, I hit the weight room a little hard this week? No, not at all. Like, she was gone within, like, a second. <laughs> all right. Now, last question before maybe we get into a little challenge. I know there, there was some rumors that you might want to challenge me to something, but the next time you score a goal, it could be your 50th point, I believe, at St. Cloud State. Do you have any good celebrations in mind, a great celly? coming out after i haven't really thought about it yet i mean i wasn't really aware that that would be my 50th point but i guess now that you said it i kind of have to prepare something i think i think you hit the x button when you're playing chell you just dive out you just just straight belly flop see how much distance you can get we'll see like i I, I really don't know yet i think that's the move now Laura, I, I, hear, I hear you might want to challenge me to something. Is this true? That's what you heard. That's what I heard, too. Yeah. Well, I, I heard it from your mouth the other day. So you said you might want to officially challenge me to something. I want to, I want to hear you challenge me to it first. Oh, I think you brought it up to me first. But okay, like here's the challenge. We go on the outdoor ring one-on-one. One-on-one? What are one-on-one. we playing to? I mean... That can be negotiated. That can be negotiated. Yeah. Just to let you know, I scored five JV goals one season in a matter of three games. And that was with being on a line with Michael Lee and Maddie Martin. So, See, but you had a team with you. Yeah, but that was fifth line varsity. Like these kids were bums on the ice. You put me out there. I'm just a smart thinker of the game. I might not be the most skilled, Laura, but you, you might not have a chance against me. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, you brought up that you wanted to play three-on-three three or something like that. Yeah, we can do that, too. Like, if we have, if I get soldiers out there with me, you got no chance. Oh, well, we're about to change history. You're about to change it? All right, maybe we got to keep that updated on the social media and stuff. For oh, the we people. probably have to. Maybe, maybe we have a post-interview after the stuff. But, Laura, I appreciate it. If you can breathe. If I can breathe? Yeah. Oh, you, you think I don't got stamina? Mm. You don't think I have stamina, Laura? No. But, Laura, I appreciate you joining me on Players Only. Yeah, thanks for having me. Huge thanks there to Laura Kluga for hopping on. Oh, in my defense, and really in Laura's defense there, I can only go on the ice for about a minute or two in a row before I need a break. But technically, that's just getting shifts. I don't know what's wrong with that. Look at the players on the ice in the NHL. They take 30 to 45 second shifts. If they're out there much longer, the coaches aren't too happy with them. So in my defense, that that's what I'll go with there. My stamina might not be the greatest on ice. That's, that's fair to say the least. The women's hockey team will look to bounce back this weekend against Minnesota State University Mankato after a rough weekend up at Amsoil Arena in Duluth, Minnesota against the Bulldogs, where the Bulldogs came away victorious in both of those games. Now, up next, we have a player who's done a little bit better over the past weekend than a lot of other players in the conference he's in, 
and that's Anthony Roberts of the men's basketball team. And he did especially better than a lot of the players in his division last week as he racked in 34 points and 10 rebounds on Saturday at Concordia St. Paul. And then on Sunday, he actually picks up the win as well with a 27-point performance, only 9 rebounds, but I think he'll take that to get the team the win once again on Sunday. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Here's Anthony Roberts. We now welcome on the NSIC North Player of the Week. He dropped 34 on Saturday down in St. Paul, 27 on Sunday. And, you know, he was third-team All-State in Illinois. Anthony Roberts, welcome on to the show. How are we doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I got a question just to start it off. How does a kid from Chicago end up at St. Cloud State? Uh, I was playing AAU. I was doing pretty decent. And, I, I mean... They picked me up. I mean, they were really consistent with me, too. So it was one of my best decisions. So I guess did it help at all to have Caleb Donaldson on the team, too, being from Illinois, come in with you last season? Uh, yeah, it actually was because me and Caleb were familiar with each other because we were both in the All-Star game for Illinois. So it, it made it easier. He put up 20 and 13. So you guys are both succeeding. Uh, last season, you came in and actually started all the games for the Huskies. You averaged 13. And this season... You actually come up and you're dominating competition. You're obviously racking the awards like NSIC Player of the Week or NSIC North Player of the Week. What do you? What part of your game do you think has developed the most from last season to this? Uh, just f- shooting ability, for sure. Your shooting just, ability, yeah. Yeah, from, from all spots of the floor and stuff like that, I could just get my shot off better, create my shot, stuff yeah, so like you, that. Do you feel dangerous from any part, like – like one specific spot if you have to go to in clutch situations, where you want to go? At that point, I'm just reading the defense because I, I just feel like I got confidence to knock down any shot they give to me. So I just, whatever they give to me, I'm, I'm confident to shoot it. I love that answer. Uh, the NSIC announced there's a change in the playoff format where only the top four teams make the playoffs. Right now, the Huskies are a tie for a fourth place right now at 500 record. Uh, obviously, how important do you feel these last few weeks of the season are for to get down to Sioux Falls? Oh, yeah, the, the closer we get to the end, the bigger the games get. So I just think we got to come into each game one by one, focus, and just with a killer mentality, like we just got to win. Now here's a question for you. Obviously, this season's a lot different than seasons past for everybody, but what's it been like for you to adjust to playing in the world of COVID? Um, I don't know. I, I kind of just blocked it out. Like To me, it, it just doesn't really feel as different. I don't know. My team in particular has been just doing real good with the COVID situation, so. I don't know. I just go each game and just play. Through like the months of like November and December when you normally just be on the court nonstop, how did how did you get through? Like was was it just ants? Like you just wanted to get out there? Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. I was in my basement doing just what like whatever I could. I hooked up like a little Nerf rim, just shooting on I, like anything I could do that had something to relate to basketball. I was doing it. Throwing layups, yeah. having a little slam dunk contests. I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Getting my, I was down. I actually, I bought like a bunch of boxing equipment just to stay in shape. I put it, hung it in my basement and stuff, just staying in shape. So you're getting boxing. You're thinking like rough and rowdy or something. You got any 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 NSIC opponents you want to fight in the ring or what? Oh no, no, I'm good with everybody. <laughs> bring, bring the gloves with just on a road trip, just in case anyone kind of gets in your head a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I just did it for some cardio and stuff like that, just to stay in shape keep my win getting the jump rope going too. I'm sure getting the yep. whole Rocky workout, climbing upstairs left and right. Yep. 
That's what we like to hear. Oh, speaking of the nerf dunking contest sort of stuff, how great does it feel to just be able to dunk on command? Like, I know me, I, I can barely touch the bottom of the net. Like, I can't dunk for anything. I mean, I'm a fat white kid from the middle of Minnesota. I can't dunk at all. What does it feel like to be able to dunk? Uh, it, it's Like, do you just feel now, superior now over me? Like, I just do it, and I don't really think about it. Like, I, I would say my teammates hype it up more than I would. Like, if, when I dunk, I just, all right, back to defense. It's <laughs> normal. It, it happened. But when they hype me up, it just kind of gets me into it. Like, okay, I did something special. But to me, it's just normal. Like, do you feel superior over a guy like me? Like, I can't dunk to save my life. Like, if we if we went out to a court and you just – like, we had a dunk contest, mine would be a layup. Like, you have oh, to yeah, – like, yeah. If I saw someone that was – I don't know. Yeah, if I, if I get close to the paint and I get two feet – like, if I get two feet in the paint and I rise up, I just – yeah. It's Do dunked. you remember, like, the first time you ever dunked? Yeah, the first time I ever dunked was on somebody, actually, in a summer league in, uh, at my high school. That feeling has to be better than, say, the feeling like if you just dunk randomly in a game and you get back to defense. The first one, especially right. if it's over somebody, that had to be insane, right? Yeah, it was crazy. Like, that was the first time I ever dunked. Like, <laughs> it was – I've had attempts, and, like, I knew I was close to dunking, but, like, I never really got one in. But, like, I was in the game one time. I was on a fast break. I went up for a layup. He hit me, gave me a boost, and I just dunked it. So it was and a little jetpack. Yeah, yeah, he gave me a little boost. So from there, once I dunked that, I just started trying to dunk everything after that. Like, even when I couldn't dunk on people, I was still try. So Yeah, I mean, you might as well yeah. at that yeah. point. Well, in that point, you probably have so much confidence under you that it's like, Oh, if I can do it this time, I can do it at all. Have you ever, like, yeah. after that, did you just have some misses where it was like, oh, maybe I should step back a little bit and not dunk as much now? Yep, yeah. I, I've, I've had a few hit the back of the rim, pop out, stuff like that. But, you know, you got to live with it sometimes. I'd rather, I'd rather attempt, you know, especially in high school. I was like, I, I can live with an attempt. Especially if, like, you're hitting one out of every, like, two or three. I feel like the gym's not going to remember the two or three misses. They're just going to remember – they're going to remember the one slam and the whole place is going to go wild. Right. I mean, I stay smart with it, though. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't attempt it in a late game or anything like that. Like, if it's Yeah, a you're doing game, it to run the score up a little bit. Like, you're like, yeah, hey, yeah. we're up 20 right now and you guys are chirping from the bench. Let me just slam on one of your best players and call it good. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's what we like to hear. All right, this is my last question for you. If me and you were to play one-on-one on a court in Holland Beck right now, and it's the 21. How many points do you think I'm able to put up? Okay, so just just because I know people make some lucky shots, you can just throw the ball at the rim here and there, and you might get one. I'll give you, like, two or three points. Two or three? Uh, just so but if you I know, get on offense, then it's probably, it's probably done if I get on offense. I'm just telling you, just to <laughs> let you know, there was this one time in, like, sixth or seventh grade, I was at a basketball camp. I played hockey my whole way up, but – I, sixth or seventh grade, I'm playing lightning. I beat everybody that played basketball in my high school. So I just watch out for that because I'm wet from downtown. Oh, yeah, I know. I just, that's what I said. You might, you'll get one or two. But then once you miss and I get the ball, that's, that's when it's game over. <laughs> you just better hope that I don't jump up and go for a layup like you were on your first dunk and you just propel me up and I just dunk over you. You better watch out. I would, I would, at that point, you win. <laughs> if if, if I dunk on you, win. I win. 
Yeah, you win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, who says no, right? Yeah. I can act like it can happen for now as long as we never actually go on the court and make me try it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Anthony, I appreciate you coming on. Best of luck the rest of the season. I hope you had a little bit of fun here. I know I like to keep it a little bit more lighthearted here on Players Only, but uh, hope the rest of the season goes well for you and su- continued success for you going forward. Yep, thank you. Thanks to Anthony Roberts for joining the program. I mean, there's no chance I'm ever touching that court. If the possibility of me having to at least attempt to dunk is on the table, the only way I'm doing that is on radio, and there will be no film. I mean, I might let Nathan Daggett or Ryan McNamara, the voices of St. Cloud State Basketball and KVSC right now, maybe I'll let them call it because no one could actually prove that it was true because it was just their voices describing and storytelling. And I think that this episode did a great job of storytelling as well. With Anthony Roberts and Laura Kluge. I got a few challenges on my hands here. Maybe maybe this podcast is what I needed to spark a D1 career in hockey or a D2 career in basketball. Because who knows, maybe I school Laura on the ice, I school Anthony on the court, and I get a full ride somewhere ready to go next fall. I still got all four years eligibility. Any schools looking at me out there, I will say that right away. But I appreciate you guys for joining me. Obviously, the episode's not full 30 minutes, but... Really, at a podcast, can you ever expect the exact 30? Overall, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of sports this weekend, especially in the Granite City area, where we'll have a full slate of things for you going on this weekend. It all starts on Friday, of course. St. Cloud State Women's Hockey taking on Mankato at the Herbrooks National Hockey Center. Puck drop scheduled for 2.07. That'll be over on Radio X with Jake and Nick on the call. Then it goes to men's hockey later that night at the Herb Brooks National Hockey Center. Myself and Blake will be on the call with Jake, and I'm sure Ricky will join him in the studio as well on KVSC. Over at Hollenbeck, there will be the lone basketball game of the weekend against Bemidji State at 6 p.m. Men's basketball team will hit the court. Nathan and Ryan will be on the call. Then it's all hockey on Saturday. Three hockey games on the networks of KVSC. St. Cloud High School. Boys team against Moorhead. That'll be at the MAC 1 o'clock puck drop on that. Radio X will be the spot to listen. And then a double header on KVSC. Women's hockey at 107. Men's hockey at 607. Overall, it's been an honor captaining the ship going through your ear ocean here today. I hope you guys all enjoyed. This will be a weekly, maybe a bi-weekly thing. Depends on the amount of sports going on in the world. The St. Cloud, honestly... I'm a busy guy in the world right now as well, working jobs at St. Cloud Norseman and back at my home station at WCMP. So, you know, I'm going to be all over the place. This might be a bi-weekly thing. I'd look to try to get it every week to you, though, as much as I possibly can. But thanks to Anthony Roberts and Laura Kluger for hopping on the first ever episode, and thank you guys for listening once again. This has been Players Only.